0: we got some news about the new Harry Potter reboot. we got some news about the Naruto live-action movie, Sea of Thieves, Star Wars Battlefront, and we're going to be reviewing the latest episode of Halo Season 2, Episode 4, and we've got a whole lot more. But Before we get into that, you know what comes up first. Welcome to the Light, Camera, Rant Podcast. Your source for the latest on movies, TV shows, and video games. Get ready for ranting, raving, and reviewing. reviewing. Here is your host, Lee. Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode. How is everyone going? How how what a wild week it's been. I I was just thinking of it the other day. I was just like, the past four weeks have just seemed like just news. After news, after announcement, after trailer, after more news, after more trailers, just going and going and going. And not to mention the fact that uh, next week, uh, or this week, depending on when you listen to this episode, Dune comes out, and then after that we've got Ghostbusters, um, Frozen Empire, and then we've also got uh, the brand new X-Men TV show next week. It's just, it's funny, like three months ago before this year started, I was like, wow, there's a couple of uh, couple of uh, gaps there. I don't know how much is going to happen, but look, here we are. And as and I like to say, thank you much to the Game Junction podcast, which we did our episode, which I'm a lovely guest on yesterday. So if you haven't gone and checked out that episode, go check it out on the Game Junction podcast. Which currently right now they are watching us on the YouTube. So thank you very much for coming past, man. Not to mention YouTube and Twitch, so thank you, (laughs) as always, always appreciate man. But yeah, it just, it feels like, again, uh, I've spoken about this in the last few episodes, that, you know, we, every time I've over Instagram, my Twitter, everything's just been going wild, and just seeing, holy shit, and not only do we get that news that's happened all this week, we also got the Nintendo Direct, Uh, The Borderlands, which we're going to get into. Uh, But to start up this all off, this was probably the most heartwarming thing that when I saw it, I was like, (gasps) holy shit. Which was the Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection with all the maps, all DLC, bonus characters, all the levels. will be dropping on PlayStation, Xbox. On March the 14th. Now, I did make a very small video about this. Uh, and I had to say to everybody, look, if you haven't played this game, you need to play. Well, if you're sorry, if you haven't played the originals, you need to. And this is your great opportunity. I think it's about $45 on, on the PSN store. I'm assuming it's probably the same on Xbox. But this game is this game is just gonna go right down memory lane. You know, if you enjoyed uh, the Star Wars Battlefront remakes that we did get from EA. Well, look, you're going to enjoy these a whole lot more. <laughs> a lot better. Overall, Galaxy, Galaxy Conquest. Uh, having people get in play. Not to mention, it, they'll have online play. 64 characters online at the same time. So grab your buddies, grab your friends, and go down memory lane with this game. And not to mention, on top of all of that, Local split-screen play as well. So, yes, you, they're bringing back the split-screen, so you and your mate can play. Because this is what I always found funny, is that split-screen local play got slowly you know, dropped off, and it got phased out. A couple of games did here and there, yet TVs got bigger and were better made for split-screen. <laughs> so that was the funny part. I, I always felt funny because my mates like, oh, yeah, let's like a couple of split screen games. I'm like, yeah, there's like none right now, which is why I'm still waiting and I'm still like hoping. I'm like, oh, when's Hypercharge going to come out? Hypercharge unboxed. I've been waiting for so long to drop on the Xbox because of the fact it's a split screen game and we can play. Also, like to say hello to Mr. Mark. My words. Who's got come past on the YouTube as well and Eric. Uh, he's also coming to YouTube as well. Who's who was the guest for last week's episode where we smashed uh, smashed our review for Madam Web. Which imagine a car crash with two cars, but imagine 20 cars but continuously crashing the same thing, and also imagine the fact the sounds of the crashing are dubbed over from a different crash. That's Madam Web in a nutshell. So you want to hear the full thing, please go check our previous episode. That was a lot of fun, and I can't wait to get Eric back on another episode. Um, does not feel He says, uh, does not feel like it's been a week since I've been on. I know, right? It's just gone like that. And Marsh is around the corner. As I said, Dune comes out next week. And going back to that, yes, split screen, I always felt funny the fact that you couldn't there was less games coming on split screen, but TVs being bigger. So the fact that this hat will have split screen, it just warms my heart and I can't wait. Now, I do want to mention the fact that we also got that the Elder Ring DLC has also got announced. And I know that took the internet by storm. Elder Ring is one of those games that, you know, oh, you're excited for it, but just took the gaming community by storm. And must Mark My Words, he actually did a whole game, a live trilogy of episodes on this uh, of him trying to beat Elder Ring, which he did. They did really well, so definitely go check that out. But yeah, Elder Ring DLC looks insane, looks fantastic. I haven't played Elder Ring because I'm gonna tell you straight, I am really, 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 really bad at those games. I'm terrible. Uh, I'm like, I'm suicide squad, uh, Pacific drive, Sim City kind of guy. <laughs> That's uh of, look I, I, for anyone, you know, it's funny because out ring, you not only, you, know, you you saw a lot of people, popular people playing the game is that you saw people who don't normally play video games, start playing this or give it, a, or who, you know, don't play this type of game at all, start giving it a crack and really enjoying the game. Uh, Eric, uh, I sort of gave up on Elder Ring, but maybe we'll get back to it at some point. Yeah, well, at least you tried. I didn't. I I saw the gameplay, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to die. I'm so going to die in this so often, and I haven't got the patience for it all. Uh, and it's, yeah, I'm no good at it. But the DLC looks fantastic, and it's funny because... When as soon as I saw the DLC drop on my feed, I was like, okay, that's going to be the massive talking point. This Star Wars Battlefront uh, reclassicated, I was not expecting this at all. So I was like, oh, shit. I, that's something I don't suck ass at. Um, uh, game jokes, I suck at the games, but every single Souls game. Yeah, I suck at all Souls games. I am exactly the same. Um Exactly, uh, mainly because, yes, George Araman's involvement in Outer Ring also helped it elevate it to that next level. So this DLC we've been waiting for a lo- very long time. I think, oh, could I be, uh, I think it's been a year to date. I would probably want to say it's probably been a year to date since Outer Ring dropped. Actually, no, maybe longer, maybe two years. Um, I know somebody in the comments will correct me. It won't take very long. Um... Yes. Now I did see this too, uh that apparently a lot of people have disliked the Star Wars Battlefront collection being announced. Now I don't know why. I don't I don't understand why people are, are hating on the thing. It's like to me, I saw the trailer, it looked fine. The fact we're getting everything, we're getting the local split screen, like I don't know what more people want. It's like you give them a full, full course meal and you're like, here you go. And like Oh, yes, but look, this is missing as well. Like, I, I, I wanted this. Okay, there you go. Oh, but this is missing too. Like, whatever. This, I don't. people that dislike this game, shut the hell up. Like, you are still going to buy it, and you're still going to enjoy it, and it's still going to be, be better than the EA ones, and we all know it. EA knows that this is going to be better than their games. So that's why it's taken so long uh, altogether. And, oh, yeah, two years exactly for Elden Ring. Now, not only did this week did we also get this announced, uh, for me, well, Sea of Thieves. Now, last week we spoke about on the podcast that uh, four, four Xbox exclusives will be going on to PlayStation. Now, these weren't going to be anything new. It wasn't going to be uh, the new Ian Jones game. It's not going to be um, Starfield, these are going to be games, X- Xbox exclusive games that have been on Xbox for a very long time and have a very big community based. So apparently there's going to be two small games and two large games. Now, one of those games is Sea of Thieves. Now, Sea of Thieves is roughly about, I think, seven or eight years old right now. I really enjoyed this game, and I did suck that it was only on Xbox, and it really annoyed me, so I'm so glad this is now going to be on PlayStation this will be dropping on PlayStation April the thirtieth. Am I going to fork out another fifty or sixty bucks for this game? Hell yes. Have I told my friends to buy this? Yes. Are we all going to all going to uh, ride the waves and in Sea of Thieves? Are we ride the Sea of Thieves. Yes, yes, we are. Um, this, it's. It, I have no doubt that this going to PlayStation will still have the massive community that we will have. Now, to unfortunately. With the announcement trailer, I don't know how, how many people have actually looked at the comments that they've called this essentially black oh, black flag, Skull and Bones killer. Now it already already killed Skull and Bones because it was out, but now the fact it's going on PlayStation even more the the negativity on Skull and Bones is increasing. The game is there are people who like the game and I understand that, and it's good all good for you. You know, if you can fi- enjoy the game, that's fine, but as many people have said, it is a hollow shell of what black flag. And then it's also, you know, when you compare it to Sea of Thieves, it's just not up to scratch at all. And then you can see in all the comments and all the reviews. I saw I watched one person review who did a positive review about the game, and I fully understood it. I was like, okay, you know, what? That's I, I understand it and like I understand why you like it. Am I, was I originally going to pick up this game? Yes, I was going to buy this game. But when we got closer to the date, when I saw more of the, of, sorry, more of the gameplay, more of the footage, I was like, nah, nah this isn't a, this isn't my kettle of fish into this. And then, boom, Sea Thieves is going on PlayStation, which is an absolute win. Essentially, the Sir Thieves is everything what uh, Skull and Bones should have been or should be. Sorry, but yes, that is bad. But yes, April 30th, get ready to be a pirate and be one of the best pirate games to ever drop. Now, I was just talking to Brent about this before we got a call uh, for the game junction is that Harry Potter? Now, we know the Harry Potter reboot is currently in the works, but all we did was have, we just have an announcement. No plan, no cast, no nothing. Just the fact it's going to be streaming, it's going to be a TV show, multiple seasons, and it's going to be HBO Max. Now, uh, the one of the, uh, the CEO of Warner Brothers has announced the fact they are aiming for a 2026 release date of when this will start streaming. Now, there is no mention of how many episodes, how long the seasons are, yet if we look at current TV shows right now, it's going about that 10-episode gap, give or take, 12 episodes, probably what we're going to be looking at, nothing longer. Now, the problem with this Harry Potter TV show, which I did mention when this first got announced, is that I feel like TV shows are only going to have two directions. It's either going to be really good or it's going to be really shit, nothing in between. because You're going to have all the new people that it's going to grab and grab their attention. And the fact that it's going to be able to dive into the books a lot better because it's going to be a episode episodic based TV show, which is great. But at the same time, you're going to have people who are the generation like me who've grown up, grown up with the movies. So there's going to be us. I can see, I can see the thumbnails. I can see the reviews. I can see everything. I'm feeling like, all right, they did this in the movies better or they did this better and they did this wrong. And I'm like, I can see it all now. So my recommendation to you, to anyone who's watching this, is just go into this and just enjoy it for what it is for the next generation of Harry Potter fans. Yet I know as the critics, we ain't going to do that. Uh, but as a casual fan, that's what I recommend. And I do have all the hope and the patience that the new – Ron, Hermione, uh, and Harry actors are going to have into this because the uphill battle they are going to have going into this is literally a vertical climb. And I hope that the, the cast have a very strong, um, referral. I do hope that, um, Daniel Dan Radcliffe, uh, Emma Watson, and all of them can have cameos in the TV show because that would just. That would be such good fan service going into this. And uh, Eric on the YouTube also apparently another go- uh, Game of Thrones spinoff next year. the hedge Knight. No, I don't actually want too many spinoffs too fast. Just to make uh, House of Dragon good, and maybe the Jon Snow sequel. Now, yes, I did see that that all got uh, announced and all announced. And that's the thing is that um, HBO like they're teaching uh, they they're wanting to make Game of Thrones. And the same level as Marvel and Star Wars and Lord of the Rings being a massive IP, which they can have spin off, spin off, spin off, spin off, spin off, too. So the fact that they're milking this to that degree is uh, not a shocker. I know I do know that they were making the John Snow John Snow sequel. Oh sorry, spin-off. I didn't think uh, I had no idea that was going to be um, that, how that was gonna be in what sanction, but that is coming, uh, Harry Pothead, yes. Uh, big pot, uh, Game Junction, big Potter fan, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well. I just hope to do it justice. And the fact that at HBO Money, that the CGI is going to be beautiful. And as well, Game of Thrones will never be the MCU, no. But wh- HBO, Warner Bros. wants to make it, at that level, so it's going to be continuous to the going IP, that they can just milk and milk and milk. Uh, I, ho- I hope not, lol. The MCU ain't doing too good these days. <laughs> no, but in saying that, MCU might uh, be, you know, yeah, it's still going, it's still fine. MCU might not crashing and burning, but it's apparently reported that Henry Cavill is currently MCU bound. The rumor is he's signed, con- he signed a contract, he's gone in Marvel Studios, but there's no announcement of what role he will play or what he's doing. But uh, there is something set for him. He's going to be in it. I have no, like everyone's going, he's going to be Captain Britain. However, I did see something now. This is going to be, I would think he would be perfect for it, but it's, his age is probably going to hurt him, is that I saw someone drew a concept art of him being Cyclops, and I was like, Yes. You have an X-Men movie with Henry Cavill being the lead as Cyclops? Yes. Take take my money. That is printing money. The only thing is I would love for him to be the same age he was in uh, Man of Steel. That would have been perfect. But right now with Henry Cavill, he is so currently right now all tied up with... uh, uh, Warhammer, the Warhammer TV show that's going on Amazon. Uh, Eric, I know, I know, but we don't need the the game uh, Game of Thrones version of She-Hulk. If the worst thing they give us is it <laughs> look, season eight of Game of Thrones is indeed a giant train wreck, and you do hope it's going to be the last time, last thing that they do make this shit. However, this being Warner Brothers. And you saw what they did with DC, so I can't trust Warner Brothers at all. And I do, I also love Man of Steel as well. It's a, it's injustice to the fact that we didn't get a sequel, it didn't become a trilogy. Again, Warner Brothers being an absolute big pile of shit to the DC. So, 2026, set your dials, Harry Potter TV show on HVX Max will be streaming. Now... Everything's been announced this year between Marvel, uh, between Amazon products. Something that's kind of been in a little bit limbo right now is the Star Wars TV shows. So uh, these Star Wars TV shows, uh, Game Junction, the DCU is better than the MCU. Like hell it is. Like hell it is. Man of Steel is my favorite comic movie that isn't Batman movie. Yes, uh, I agree. Man of Steel is right up there, and I'd not give enough justice. But yes, sorry, Star Wars, currently right now, the Star Wars TV shows are currently in limbo. We know what's semi-kind of coming, but we don't have any release dates. Uh, We're meant to get Star Wars Acolyte. We're meant to get Star Wars uh, Skeleton Crew. And then there's also meant to be a third show that's meant to be coming this year, but we have no release date. So Star Wars Skeleton Crew was meant to be removed for November last year. Now, that is part of the Mandalorian-verse. Now, but what we have here is Star Wars: The Acolyte. Now, this is space hundred years before Phantom Menace, and it is at the end of the High Republic. This will have eight episodes like normal, and this apparently this set date is June the eighth. Uh yes, June the eighth. Apparently, it is set that it will be premiering. Oh, sorry, June the fifth. Apparently, it will be premiering on uh, Disney Plus. I'm really curious about this show. There is probably a lot of Jedi lightsabers, so take my money. I am in for this wild ride. But in saying that, if this is going to be the first show, that's going to be in June, June, July. We're probably looking at the Skeleton Crew October. October, November, we will get uh, the Skeleton Crew, so it's going to be a year in advance. But we have no doubt that we're going to get a trailer for Star Wars Acolyte and uh, Skeleton Crew, sorry, at D23 all coming up. But those are the two live-action shows that are I, I penciled in for this year. Uh, Game Joker, Star Wars shows should stay in limbo, the Let Me Down big time. Well, give, I highly recommend Star Wars Acolyte. That might give you a completely different perspective because this is taken away from the Mandoverse altogether and it's not a sequel to the... Um. Obviously, the three, to four, to five, to six, to seven, eight, nine, ten. It's completely separate to that altogether. This is going to be, uh, altogether. And hello, sir. Uh, Bendigo two three six zero. Thank you very much for coming past on the YouTube chat. Always appreciate it. Uh, now this was this also go announced, and I tell you why this annoys me. They have announced that they were going to be making a live action Naruto movie with, uh. Daniel Crean, who also directed uh, *Shang Chi*, he was meant to be di- directing uh, *Kang Dynasty*, but he's not doing that anymore. This is his next big project. Now, the reason I'm going to tell you right now why it annoys me is because uh, because I'm like, okay, this is coming. When are we going to get a *Dragon Ball Z* TV movie or a TV show? When are the? We- I understand we got *Dragon Ball Evolution*. I get that that was a big pile of crap. And I'm like, yay! Yeah, I'm so good at this is getting – this is becoming live action. They're doing it. But, like, come on. Give Dragon Ball Z another crack. The hot, the, the fans, everything, One Piece is going. Uh, and One Piece is currently on Netflix. I don't want a Netflix adaption of Dragon Ball Z. Please, no. I would rather have Amazon do it. Um, Obviously, right now – oh, sorry. Disney Disney Plus. Disney bought Fox. The Fox had the rights. So it would be a Disney TV show. He said, give me the Disney money for Dragon Ball Z. TV show, uh, but um, what was it with? Uh, oh, I totally. Well, um Avatar: The Last Better, That's currently on Netflix, so we got that too. So why can't we have nice things? But Naruto fans, live action movie is coming. There is no currently release date. It was going through Lionsgate at the moment, so get ready for a little more details that will be coming up about this. But it is in the works, so hopefully this does not have the same. A uh, terrible, terrible start that uh, both Dragon Ball Evolution got, and Avatar: the Last Bender's first go around in live action with M Night Shyamalan, but that which was absolutely terrible. Uh, Game Junction Shang Chi sucks. Shang Chi was good. That was a good movie. Had good action, and I want him to come back in the MCU. So I just want to know where he's been, but I want him to come back. I want him to come back. Now, ladies and gentlemen, also Amazon Prime has officially announced that we will begin the boys season four. That it will be dropping on June the uh June. It's June the 13th. Wow, there's a lot coming in, in June. Uh June the 13th, the Boys Season 4 is coming. Uh, we've got a brand new poster, and apparently the rumor is they have also semi-relief, that it is going to be season five as well. So I don't know how they're gonna. So, unfortunately, if you are looking forward to the season five of uh, The Boys, you'll be waiting two years because what's going to happen is we're going to get Gen V season two that has been announced, that will be next year, and so on and so forth, year and year and after. Uh, Eric, I don't think Shang-Chi is overrated, but wouldn't say it sucks. It doesn't suck. Uh, it, well, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't suck. It has elements that it could work on. But it has the best hand-to-hand comment in the MCU that we have seen in years. Um, I guess, Eric, I guess I probably should watch Gen V. Yes, you should. I highly recommend watching Gen V before Season 4 of The Boys because they are going to go together. And I did mention this. I think that um, the recap that we're going to get at Season 4 of The Boys is going to be like 40 minutes long to give and say everything that's happened in The Boys Season 1, 2, and 3 and Gen V leading up to this um so uh there's gonna be a lot so i do recommend it you will like it eric uh uh game junction if they ruin the router i'm done with podcasting i wouldn't hold that bet man i wouldn't hold that bet but the boys fans lock it in june 13th it starts streaming but yeah june is looking big so Uncharted 2. So Uncharted, uh, there's no been any official announcement that Uncharted 2 is currently in production. We know that a script is getting written as far as I know. However, Mark Wahlberg has been informed that he needs to start working on that selling Moustache and start getting that ready because things are getting in motion. Now, the Uncharted movie with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, I liked it. I didn't think it was bad. It did have a lot of critics to it. Um, I think it was enjoyable. Probably for me, the most thing that I really enjoyed. It was nice watching an adventure film again. Obviously, big Indiana Jones vibes and Tomb Raider, but I just liked an adventure movie. Feels like it's been a while since we've seen a straight adventure movie. At the same time, we got Indiana Jones uh and the dial of Destiny just the other day. Sorry, just the day. We got that back in June, July last year. Uh Eric, so I actually do want Uncharted 2. I had fun with the first one. You see. The first one wasn't that bad. It could have been better. So hopefully they will work on that. And it will be good to see Tom Holland being an older uh Nathan Drake. So Uncharted 2, Uncharted fans, even though we might be like a new game anytime soon, Uncharted 2 is on its way. Oh, let's have a look at this. Uh we're currently in 2024. If we're still in the writing, you're probably looking at the end of 2025 or 2026. We will be getting uh, Uncharted 2 at this stage. Now, the now the crow has gone through many iterations since the original one with Brandon Lee, uh, Eric, uh, and I'm a diehard fan of Uncharted since the release of the first game. The trailer for Drake's Fortune is what got me into. P- oh well, the, uh, Drake's Fortune is what actually got me into PS2. Basically, oh well that's good. Um, I I've only I can't remember. I've only played one Uncharted game. Uh, but I haven't gone back and played any more. So I need to. I know the trilogy pack's out there and everything, so I should give it a go and go back uh, and play the game. But sorry, yes, The Crow. Now, The Crow has gone through many iterations since the original movie with Brandon Lee, and obviously the controversy that did happen, which we all know that unfortunately Brandon Lee met his demise with a stunt gone wrong and was shot. Now, there has been a Crow 2, 3, and I think a 4th which basically went straight to DVD sequels. There has been multiple attempts to get this uh, reboot or a new one off the ground. Even to the point where, if you go online and go on YouTube, there is also test footage of Jason Momoa trying to get the crow off the ground, and eventually he gave up. But we have officially got a brand new crow coming. It is coming this year uh, on June. Again, June the seventh this year, we're getting the brand new Crow movie with Bill Skarsgård. Who is it? Uh, And he was also in John Wick four. It's going. We all know it's going to be reimagining, so prepare for that. But Crow fans, we're getting the brand new Crow this movie. So it's right around the corner. Also, in saying that, we got the brand new trailer for the Borderlands movie that is coming on the, that is coming out on August the 9th. Now, how am I going to put this? I like the trailer. It's got the Borderlands vibes. I didn't hate it. The only thing is, which I probably, probably get crucified on this, I feel like all the cast is a bit old. I can't blanch it. She as great actor as Stone she is, her character compared the games, uh Jamie Lee Curtis. I just it just seems a little bit off. Like I remember them all announcing this, but watching the trailer, like it looks a bit off. Like, but besides like, casting choice, we've also got Arya Grant, I can't remember her last name, but she has been Finny War. She was Ahsoka in Star Wars, uh Ahsoka TV show. Sorry, Ahsoka, yeah, Young Ahsoka. She was also in the Barbie movie, so she's gonna be in this. So stock is going right up. But look, uh, for me, I think the trailer looked all right. Will this maybe get low criticism, which it is getting? It may be a bomb that is also on the table. Uh, but as a, I hope this uh, surprises everybody. And this is going to look really... And this is going to uh, be really good. Yes, there's always things from going from game to t- movie and TV to movie. There's always a little bit of things that have to change. But besides that, how time will tell. We Maybe we need each one of the situations where we need a second trailer to get another vibe to it. Uh, but from it, this looks like a blast. Jack Blacker's rat uh, claptrap, that looks funny. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I'm too bad at this, but I'd love to know what everybody thinks of this trailer. Are you going to watch this in the theatres, or are you going to wait until this becomes on streaming? Which both I think you'll find fair. Also, now this is this is probably one of the disappointing delays I've seen this year, is that the upcoming John Wick spin-off ballerina that was meant to be coming in, in July this year has officially been delayed. Not only has it been delayed by a few months, it has been, been delayed by an entire year. That is correct. So this is not coming out until the 6th of June in 2025. Uh, that's how far this is getting pushed back. Don't know if there was uh, there's no mention of reshoots, there's no mention of um, any is- set issues, but it has been delayed. So unless things have to be reworked or something's gone terribly wrong, or maybe because a Continental TV show didn't do too well. This is currently getting this is currently getting pushed back an entire year. The, out of all the delays, this is the one I was like, oh. I was looking forward to that. So it does suck. Uh, we were going to review it. We're not going to be now, but stay stay tuned, stay subscribed, so get ready for 235 when we do re- do review this. But John Wick fans who are looking for a spinoff, that is got a long wait for that. Now, that is the biggest news that has happened in the past week, and let's move on to our review of the latest episode, Season 2, Episode 4, uh Megan, oh, was it Megan movie? Oh, that's right. Yes, that's also true. Uh Megan, the uh horror movie from Blumhouse is getting a sequel, which was no surprise because it made a shit ton of money and got some really good reviews. That is coming out next year as well. Uh Eric, yeah, I was low-key more excited for Bella than uh, Joan Wick movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't want to see another John Wick movie. I just want to see this. I think John, you know, um Keanu Reeves, John Wick. That's done. I feel like we don't need another John Wick. But Gary Reeves is set to replace his role in Bell Arena because it is set between John Wick 2 and John Wick 3. Uh, yes, so Halo episode... No, sorry. Halo season 2, episode 4, Reach. Okay. Straight off the bat, spoilers left, right, and center. And I'm going to rant about this really good and really solid. So... The, the okay let me start that again you have a tv show about a guy who is meant to wear a helmet yes they have seen the complaints they've seen everyone's complained every reviewer just like me has has complained about this but at the same time you and i have no doubt they've heard it they've complained that he takes his helmet off master chief takes his helmet off too much so what do you do what do you do? Yes, I understand it's to do with the plot, which I'll get into that. Is that you have an episode that has <clears throat> a lot of action in it? It's gonna it's gonna be massive, it's gonna be dramatic. You know, the world needs a hero. What do you do? Oh, his armor has been stolen. So not only does he take his helmet off all the time, his armor's been stolen, which is probably which Alkerson is probably. St- uh, taken with him which he did on the previous episode he left the planet before this invasion started so as soon as i saw that go oh it's been stolen i was like are you freaking kidding me like are you serious like i understand like i don't get you know, you're just doing a massive payoff into this or or what like are you trying to do a payoff the fact that you know he becomes more of the hero as Master Chief, where everyone looks up to him. Everyone looks up to him right now. He, he said, said that this is Master Chief, this is John 117 They're shocked because they see his face. I'm like, the whole point is you don't have to see his face often at to zero to none at all. And it's uh Eric, Halo sounds like it is the opposite pro of the Mandalorian, where we want to see exactly right. And Mandalorian, people want to see Pedro more. In Halo, no one wants to see uh, Pablo because it's not the point of the entire character, and it's so infuriating. And the fact that I heard that in this TV show that, oh, the suit's been stolen, which means if the suit has been stolen, they're still on Reach. It could be another two episodes before we see him back in the armor because we know Ackerson isn't going to come, come back to the planet, and we know that Reach is going to be glassed, which anyone who doesn't know what that means, it's going to be absolutely burnt to a crisp the entire level it's going to be reduced to ash, that's what's going to happen now this episode does kick off into full gear straight away, the Covenant have arrived for the planet and they're invading and they're attacking uh, the city and everything major, the power plants, communications everything, now the interesting about this, set, this is one of the most emotional episodes we get because the characters that we have grown to like unfortunately Spores, there is a lot of death uh, in this episode. Uh, so get ready, so get ready for that for some characters that you've might have enjoyed all this time and have started died, but we get to see something we've only seen in the video games and only uh read about that we begin the fall of reach. Now I like to do remind everybody that the fall of reach leads straight into Halo uh comet evolved in the game to kick that off. So th- we are really close to the gap between uh, Where the TV 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 show is setting to when we actually do kick off into the games, but going through the Halo Reach, the CGI in this episode is fantastic. The action is is also great. Yes, unfortunately, we do see uh, characters that do start to drop off and also characters that do uh, disappear. Now, one of those deaths death is Captain Keys. He sacrificed himself in glorious phew, fashion and. Bl- uh, to save the day and save some save civilians as they're getting taken off. Kai is missing from this episode. Don't know if she's going with Ackerson, but she is missing. Um, which we did say that you know Ackerson was trying to recruit her because you know, gonna you know, gonna want to help Master Chief, but she is missing from this episode. Unfortunately, uh, Vanek uh, also has I me mean, he's dismissed because we do see in the needler. Uh, he gets shot by that and that takes him out and oh that's sad because you do find in the beginning of the episode in his spare time he does feed these birds uh, it's just a small thing but you're just watching those in more of the background because remember Spartans are meant to be solo's killing machines but because they took out that pallet they do feel a lot more so he feels his demise and not to mention with Halsey and Soren trying to get out they try and save Cortana, who McKee has just got. So, not only did we get see that McKee has got uh, Cortana taken down, Reach got the other artifact to go into Halo. Right now, the heroes are absolutely losing. There is no hope in this up to this episode point. They've just lost after loss and dropped. And that's, and that's the thing. That's where we're meant to kick off into Halo, the reason how far we're behind uh, the Covenant uh, invading. So we have, all, we have all that. We get some great action between Master Chief versus one of the Elites, which looks to be maybe filling in the role for the Arbiter. Arbiter, maybe we did get a little bit like that vibe. Some great action. We see Master Chief uh, use for the first, I think I didn't say it was the previous season, use Angie blade, which was sick. I'm just like looking at going, just, I wish you were doing it in the suit. Doing all this cool stuff. In the fucking suit. God. Oh. Anyway, this show is going for this podcast. I am Mr. Rant, and we will be ranting about this because it was so frustrating to watch. Um, now one pick now. We do get a lead to one of the uh, Miranda Keys, obviously the daughter of Captain Keys and Halsey. She is missing from this this show so far. We have seen that she does pop up in some of the promos, so don't know what where she is, but we do see Halsey break down, cry, when she finds that Keys has died, so, we're so we've lost that, she's still alive, Soren is still alive, but this episode ends with such bleak fashion going into this, and I'm I, I, I say this, I'm going to say this, I love this episode, I, I don't love this episode, I like this episode because, no offence to the character, we don't have Quan, we, we don't have Kwan. We don't need Kwan. We don't need about the help human story about what she's doing. And, like, yes, she is helping Soren's family. But from the primer I saw, from the primer I saw that's going to be for episode five, it's going to go back to being on Kwan episode about her trying to, you know, you're meant to protect, protect your planet and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, my God, I don't give a shit. So, heads up, next week's episode will probably be a Kwan episode and it's going to be utterly boring. And yes, also we got Jackals, which looks sick as well. So we get, this is still a vibe. We get a really cool episode with Master Chief. Yes, next thing we get Kwan, or it's split in the episode. I'm like, I like the actor. She does a great job. Her, just the story is effing boring. Stay on the UNC force. Stay with Master Chief. That's the whole body of this show. And get on to freaking Halo. Which, as, a, as I would like to remind you, that the last episode in this show is called Halo. And there's only four episodes left. I do also do have a special guest who's coming on for the last episode too to review it. Uh, he has been on this podcast before, but he is he has been really excited to come on and review Halo because he's a big Halo fan and we have been ranting about that. So he's gonna come on to to it. So, yes, only four episodes to go. This episode was solid. There's a lot of meat into it. But, again, we're still seeing the same goddamn problems. And, honestly, I would not be surprised if this show does not get reviewed for a season three. Something, these next four episodes have to be banging to get the fans involved, get more hype onto this, see Master Chief, and put Cortana with Master Chief again, for the love of God. It's just so infuriating to watch. And are like, oh, good. Marquis's got Cortana. So she's gone. And we've got Master Chief who doesn't have Cortana and doesn't have the suit. Great. Fantastic. This is just brilliant. And we're, hmm, it's only going to get worse how it's going forward. But I'd love to know what do you all think about Halo so far. We're at a halfway point. Is this better than season two, sorry, season one, or is this just another car crash and you have so clicked out until the rest of the season drops? I would love to know. But episode four, season two, solid, but still same effing problems, probably even worse going into this. Now, look, I want to say thank you very much to everyone who's joined in for this episode. I really appreciate everyone who's come past. And if you enjoyed this episode, go please go check out our previous episodes or our reviews for both Halo, Madam and Web. Oh, there's a lot more, and we would love to know what you all think. So definitely please comment below. And most of all, until next time, happy ranting. Thanks for listening to Lights, Camera, Rant. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review and be sure to tell your friends until next time happy ranting